This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. And I'm your co-host, Kaylin Less. This is a special episode. Why, Kaylin? Well, it's episode 200. Whoop, whoop! This this is a major milestone for us because... Transparently, this this podcast has been one of the one of the lead dominoes that has made everything else easier or unnecessary when it comes to helping you have a perspective of what it looks like to live the one thing. And as Kaylin and I sat down to ask, well, what's the one thing we can do to bring the most value to you in this episode? It was this conversation of what's the mindset when you achieve big goals that you set for yourself? Do you rest on your laurels? Do you, uh, do you look for more? How do you improve? And, and where do the elements of the one thing really come into play? And so in this episode, we are going to have a candid conversation about what's been going on inside our mind, some of the things that have become apparent to us over the last 200 episodes, and the one thing you should do moving forward. Two hundred episodes, Jeff. That is quite the accomplishment. How do you feel? I feel awesome. And I think what's so interesting about this, it was it it really struck me so powerfully was this idea of the domino effect. I mean, when you imagine sitting down to have and recording two hundred conversations, that's a lot. And I was surprised we're at two hundred because it didn't feel that hard. And the reason I say that is because it just happened one episode at a time. And over time, all of a sudden, we're at a number that... If you had asked me, Jeff, when you're launching the podcast, go and do 200 episodes, that would have felt soul-crushing. I mean, it would have felt like such a big goal that it would have been paralyzing. And when you just focus on one at a time, over time, extraordinary becomes possible. Yeah, the thing is, we all know big success is sequential, not simultaneous. And while we can say that and we work towards that, when you actually apply it to your own life and you can look back on the success you find while using that method, it's so humbling and so empowering at the same time. Absolutely. So now that you've achieved this milestone and you're looking back, how do you move forward? How do you celebrate this victory while also not getting... uh, exhausted in the endeavor or just coasting because good enough is good enough. Sure. And I think this is and the reason we're, we're having this conversation, folks, is because as you achieve big goals, how do you keep that motivation going? And I think at the core of it is, is asking the question, is this something that still matters? Is this still something that needs to be in our life? Which in the case of the podcast, the answer is absolutely. And what's interesting is we have a better perspective today than we did when we launched the podcast two years ago. And what we perceive possible 200 episodes in is way bigger than we did around episode one. And at the heart of it, if you want to achieve more, you have to take a bigger, a different approach. And that's the idea of moving from E to P. It's one of the three commitments, getting out of what you do naturally and getting more purposeful about it. And this is where you've been a huge help, Kaylin, because my natural personality style is to do what comes naturally to me. 
to run through walls, to host the podcast the way that I host the podcast. And you've come in and, and asked different questions. I'm curious, what was your perspective stepping into the role and starting to have your, your DNA in this? Oh, mercy. <laughs> it's so intimidating to do something you've never done before. And even with as we meet 200 episodes, like you've not done that before in this way and you're learning more. So even every new success means we're starting from a place of the unknown. And in talking and discussing with so many of our members and people in our community, their goals, we find that that's true for them too. We find that people set big goals and they're not sure how they can achieve them. And then along the way, they become the kind of person that achieves more. So while it's a benchmark and it's worth celebrating, the realm of possibility becomes so much more than they could have imagined while they were setting that big goal in the first place. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about that E2P conversation. Because Jeff, like you mentioned, you are naturally very skilled at talking to people and listening and their stories. And those are the key ingredients of a podcast. And yet... When you're relying on your natural abilities, how can that hold you back from even greater success? I have found my natural ability is I can start having a conversation with somebody fairly blind and pull gold out of them. It's just a ta- it's something I'm able to do. And it's not the recipe for true success over time. Because as we look forward and imagine, what does it look like for us to have our own podcast network where the One Thing podcast is one of many podcasts? I'm going to have to train other people how to do podcasts at the highest level. And the Jeff Woods way is not the only way. And so while it has gotten us to a level of achievement, it's currently holding us back from achieving more because I need to have a model that other people can follow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So as you've started moving from working entrepreneurially to purposefully, what have been some of the surprises that have shown up along the way? Getting out of what comes naturally to you is a little bit of a challenge. But it's not. it wasn't in the way that I thought it would be. When I started getting more purposeful with our approach, it was actually easier in terms of effort. It actually took less effort, less time, and the results were better. What made it harder was just getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So let me dig into that a little bit. Because what I'm hearing you say is that actually moving outside of your comfort zone and doing it more purposefully has actually been less work. Is that correct? Yes. And how is that possible? My mind, I'm trying to understand. And I want you to break it down so that we can sure. understand too. Well, it's the, it's the idea of lining up the dominoes, right? You, I think you articulated this maybe it was around your six months of working with us. But for before you came into the business, we had stood up a lot of dominoes. right? And we were having to knock each one down individually, which is fine when you're starting up a company. But as you scale a company and more dominoes get into the fold, it quickly is no longer scalable. And you've helped us line the dominoes up so that when you knock one down, they all fall. And that's what I mean. when When what came naturally to me was to stand up an individual domino and knock it down repeatedly. And that was for each domino. And there was a discomfort by trying a new approach. Because I had habits around doing things. And to break those habits, to rewrite those habits, 
takes some effort. It takes enduring that discomfort for a very short period of time in the grand scheme of things. But once those dominoes are lined up, once you have a more purposeful approach, you just knock the first domino down and the others fall. And that's why it's easier. And that's why you get greater results. Yeah. Lining up the dominoes is... While it seems very similar to standing them up and knocking them down, it's actually quite different, don't you think? Absolutely. So when you're busy working fast and working hard to stand each domino up and knock it down, but not lining them up so they knock down the Mm -hmm. next... How do you get the perspective and zoom out from your daily activities in order to see that you're doing it, doing it the harder way? I can only share what my experience has been. And I don't know that this is the only way, but it's just the way that's worked for me up until this point. And that has been having other people around me that can test my assumptions. You know, for I remember vividly standing in Jay's office at the whiteboard drawing out all the things that were happening in the business and talking about new opportunities and him saying, great, if you're going to add one thing, you need to show me how it's going to make the others fall down. And the, the, just the light bulb going off in my head going, duh, Jeff, you're supposed to be living this brand and you're just doing a lot of things. You haven't been doing one thing that makes everything else easier or unnecessary. And having a sequence of light bulb moments like that and then for you to come in to say... Great. If we're going to create a piece of content, how does it not only serve the podcast, but how could it also serve the webinar? How can it inform the email strategy? How can it serve our members? How can it inform our corporate training? To, to ask those types of questions, you quickly hit the wall of, I don't know. I don't know right off the bat. But we've also become the type of people that when we ask those types of questions, we search for the answers. And whether you get the answer that day or not, continuing that search, you eventually do connect the dots and put a plan in place. Behind the scenes, one thing that we have been focusing on is recruiting. We have been building our team. We've been looking for an operational rock star who can step in as a project manager. Our corporate training business is exploding and we've been looking for other people who want to be trainers. And there's been a challenge. And that's that hiring is sometimes hard. It's hard to find quality candidates. It takes a lot of time, especially when hiring is not your one thing. And that's one of the things we really appreciate about ZipRecruiter.com slash one thing. They send our job post to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards, and they go way further than that. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to the job. And as those applicants come in, they analyze each one and spotlights the top candidates so that we don't miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five of the employers who post on their job board get a quality candidate to the site within the first day. And right now, as a listener of the One Thing podcast, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash one thing. That's ziprecruiter.com slash O-N-E-T-H-I-N-G. ZipRecruiter.com slash one thing. ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire. So Jeff, how do you distinguish when you're doing one thing at a time that you're actually doing the one thing that makes everything else easier or unnecessary? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. And this is where I think living some of the models of the one thing, particularly I'm thinking of the GPS. 
the one-page business plan. To be able to, at a, at a certain time in the year, for us, it's usually Q4 when we start to do our GPS for the upcoming year, to really ask the question, what's the big goal that we have for ourselves in this next year? And for us, it's, it's usually a profit number and because profit funds the business that allows us to make the big impact that we have. And to truly ask, great, well, if we could only do one thing, What's the one thing that would make everything else easier or unnecessary when it comes to that goal? And to search for the answer. And then you say, okay, great. Well, should we earn the right to do a second thing? What would that be? And what's interesting is over the, over the past few years, that number one priority, it can change. It doesn't always have to be the same thing. But when you start with that higher level perspective and goal set to the now... Figuring out what you need to say yes to this week or in any moment becomes a lot more clear because you're like, well, how does this line up with what we said we were going to do on our business plan? Yeah, yeah. As you look forward and with that GPS in hand and you look forward to the future with 200 episodes under your belt, how do you expand your definition of extraordinary? I think this again comes back to the idea of planning, the idea of goal setting. When you achieve that big milestone, you have a new perspective. You so much more is you really believe is possible because you've just done something that maybe you didn't think you could do before. And the question is, are you giving yourself time to purposefully reflect and plan? Reflect on everything that's happened to celebrate it. To ask what's worked, wasn't what hasn't worked, what could I do better? And then to cast a vision and look forward. At the core of this is purpose. If we go to page 134 of the one thing, it's that image of the iceberg. You know, the, the, the tip of the iceberg, the, the part that you see above the surface is just the minority of the total mass. And what most people focus on, it's, it's their productivity, the actions they take, the results they get. But when you look forward, you can't take the right actions or get the right results if, if you don't have a sense of priority, what matters most? And how do you actually understand what matters most if you don't have a sense of purpose? Why you're doing what you're doing? And when you become the type of person who does reflect, who does ask big questions, search for those big answers, you get that perspective and then you're able to put the plan in place for that upcoming period of time. Yeah. I hear that. As you've gone through this process and you've met this benchmark, and we talk a lot about when you set goals, it's about the person you're going to become. What kind of person have you become with this experience? The, the word that comes to mind is practice leader. I remember hearing Jay say, you know, there's a lot of people out there who will say that they're thought leaders, but nobody's looking for a guru. What people are looking for is someone who's on the journey that they can relate to. And when I really think about what the last 200 episodes have done is it's brought accountability to being a practice leader. Everything we talk about, folks, we live. And I want to be clear, it doesn't mean that we're great all the time. We fail. We have challenges. We struggle. Still today, <laughs> we, we are struggling to live Elements of the one thing. And we are so much better than we, than we were a year ago. And for me and my journey, than I was two years ago, three years ago. It's, it's the quote in the book. The, the moment you begin to view mastery as a journey you go down rather than a destination you arrive at, it feels achievable 
and attainable. We've just been on our journey and practicing. Well, thank you for including us in that journey. I think I can speak for myself having listened to the podcast before I joined the team. It's really an honor to learn with you. And I think that as practice leaders, that's it's an invitation. Our listeners, we're inviting you to go on the journey with us. And we get to share the stories of people that have and are. And that's a pretty, it's a pretty awesome thing. So thank you. Yeah. And, and I want to really drive this home. I've heard Gary Keller say on so many occasions, the best class you take is the one you teach. When we think about time, we, we actually have an acronym for time. And this is the journey that people have when they live the one thing. When they, at first, they're treading. That's the T in time. They're just, they're just trying to keep their head above water between all the emails, all the meetings, all the distractions, all the things that are happening in their life. And then they start implementing. They start implementing the models of the one thing. Doesn't mean it's perfect. They're just, they're just trying. And eventually they move to mastering it for themselves personally. And ultimately, every single one of you has an opportunity to turn around and empower others. And that's the E. T-I-M-E, treading to implementing to mastering to empowering. Every single one of you has the opportunity right now to be a practice leader, to practice it and lead others, to empower them to live their one thing. And when you do that, not only does your level of mastery go through the roof, but suddenly you living your one thing is rooted in purpose. There's a reason why you doing your 411 matters. It's because you're casting a shadow for the people who are watching you. I'm pretty excited for these next for the next 200 episodes and then the 200 after that. <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> and when you say that, my heart starts beating faster. <laughs> it's like another 200 and I have no doubt that there will be. Yeah. I have no doubt that there will be. So what I, what I will say is to you who's listening, thank you. You're the reason we do this. Trust me, if people weren't listening to this, we wouldn't be doing it. But we see the download numbers climb every single month. And we know it's because you're listening and you're turning around and you're sharing it. And we, we see the reviews that you're leaving. We see the impact that it's making when we're at events or corporate trainings and people come up and, and talk about the podcast. We know the, the impact it's making. And we're going to keep doing this as long as you keep showing up. This is your show. So ask the question. What do you want to see in the next 200 episodes? What's the content that we haven't created yet that you wish we'd create? And have you been going on your journey of living the one thing to the point that you think we should be interviewing you? That's what this show is. We are featuring people who are living the book to help others live the one thing. And if you'd like to be considered for that, email us, mastery at theonething.com. That's M-A-S-T-E-R-Y at the one with the number one thing.com. Yeah, I, I, I get to talk to members and people in the community that share their story. And I literally get off the phone and I run to Jeff. I was like, Jeff, you have to talk to this person. They are living their one thing. And, they, I, and I just get chills because there's so much we can learn from each other. And there and are best episodes. <laughs> there are best episodes. It's not the big name person or the famous author. It's you. The person that maybe nobody's heard your name before. And your story matters. So once again, if you know somebody or if you yourself feel like you just got a great story of how you've lived the one thing in your life, email us, mastery at theonething.com. We would love to consider having you in one of the next 200 episodes. 
And please do us a favor. If, if any of the past 200 episodes have helped you, share it with someone. Share it with at least one person. Say, you've got to listen to this episode and encourage them to subscribe. So if you're one of the new people who just showed up, welcome. Nice to meet you. Press the subscribe button. All future episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. And if you have not recently left us a rating and review, please do it again. We love to see them and it just it, it helps us reach more people. And that's, that's the impact and the purpose behind the business. So thank you, folks. And we look forward to being with you in the next episode.